Hi Gorgeous, this is episode number 75 with the outstanding Skip Pritchard, who has been labeled recently by the Harvard Business Review as a rare social CEO and a relentless giver. Hi, this is Skip Pritchard. You are listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I'm so happy you are here and tuning in because today's episode is going to be very special. Have you ever wished when you were working in corporate that you would have a really cool boss? Somebody who is not just dramatically improving results, but also improving the corporate culture? Well, that is our guest today. Skip Richard is an amazing, accomplished CEO, growth-oriented business leader, and keynote speaker. He is known for his track record of successfully repositioning companies and dramatically improving results while improving the corporate culture. His views have been featured in various media, including BBC, New York Times, CNN, NPR, Harvard Business Review, Information Today, Entrepreneur, CEO Magazine, and others. The Harvard Business Review labeled him as a rare CEO and a relentless giver. Inc. Magazine lists him as a top 100 leadership speaker and his Leadership Insights blog has won numerous awards. And I don't wonder why, because he is amazing. So have fun, enjoy the conversations. But before we get started, just a quick note. If you have not yet signed up for the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass, to learn spiritual and practical steps to increase your sales and create true wealth without losing your authenticity, then come and join me at christineschlonsky.com. In the tab, you will find the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass number three. Just click, put in your name, your email, and you are all set for the free online event where 20 amazing teachers leaders, authorities in their markets will teach you these practical and spiritual steps. So I hope to see you on the other side and have fun with a wonderful interview with Skip Pritchard, where we will learn a lot about mistakes, failures, and successes. Hi, Skip. I'm so happy to have you on Heart Sales Podcast today. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Wonderful. I am so excited about the interview. I mean, you have accomplished so many amazing things and I just can't wait to share your knowledge with the audience. Um, you have an amazing book out, which I just love the title. It's called The Book of Mistakes, which should make everybody curious, <laughs> like who would write a book about the mistakes, but you're talking about success, right? And the Harvard Business Review has just recently labeled you as one of the rare social CEOs and a relentless giver. And Heart Says Podcast is all about selling from your heart, being authentic, true to your values, and has a give first mentality. So I'm so, so excited to have you on the show today. Well, I'm delighted to be here and happy to uh, talk with you and your audience. Yeah. So fill us in a little bit. Um, where comes the idea from to write a book about mistakes? Well, 
Christine, I grew up in a pretty odd way. And that was my mom and dad had six kids. They were told they could not have any children, but they ended up with six. And they decided, in addition to six, that they would take people in from all over the world, all different types of people, but they were all people that were troubled, people that were abused or addicted to drugs and those kind of things. And so early on in life, I began to be fascinated why it was that somebody would leave the house and would be successful, maybe go to school, get a job, and somebody else would leave the house and not make it, would become re-addicted to drugs, would end up back uh, looking for help. And what was this difference? You know, why was it that one person succeeded and one person failed? And what I found as a CEO now, as someone who's interviewed over a thousand of the world's most successful people, is it's not just the successful people that are interesting. It's not their successes, it's their struggles. And I actually learned as much from a CEO or from a famous, you know, a rock star, a politician, you name it, as I did from somebody who was homeless that had barely made it, that was just getting off drugs and was telling me about how their life kind of ended up where it was. You can learn powerful things from people's successes. You can also learn powerful things from their mistakes. And so I've always been fascinated with not just the positive and the success, but also the negative and the struggle. And I often find sometimes we learn more from the struggle than the success. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, having interviewed so many people, uh, successful people um, as well, we all see that they are successful because they went through some challenges. So we have a lot of listeners who are solopreneurs, who are coaches, who are really, really hard-centered and who have a difficult time in marketing or selling their services because they have to say, well, it's worth something, right? Um, I've learned this the hard way. Um, can you maybe give some insights how people can have a look at sales that it would make it easier to sell their amazing gifts and talents and monetize and not only just give? Well, there's so many aspects to that question. That was uh, loaded with, with so many different places that are important. And I certainly have been the CEO of several global companies, but I actually grew my career up through sales and started early on in my life in entrepreneurial and, and sales activities. I, I think it starts with self-confidence, self-understanding, and a, a real uh, study of yourself. You know, oftentimes when you want to give to others, I've learned that if you don't value it, they're not going to value it. And so the advice and the, the coaching that you're talking about, if somebody is receiving that for free, I've often found that they do not receive it. They don't treat you the same way. There's a value ascribed to each and every interaction. And uh, Bob Burgo always says, my friend Bob, money is an echo of value. And it's important. You know, I've learned even if I'm doing uh, something for someone, uh, you know, maybe I'm speaking and I may be donating the fee to charity. I don't do it for free because if I do it for free, I've learned long ago, they don't value me in the same way. So I do not do it for free, but I may choose to donate 
the fee to a charity. The value is still there. I'm still doing it, but I choose where I want to put the monetary rewards of that uh, value that I prescribe. So I, I think it starts with realizing your value and focusing on that value. If you don't focus on that, there's no sense in selling it. There's no sense in even bothering taking it to the world. You have to really understand, are you making a difference in their lives or their business or not? And if you're not, then you shouldn't be doing it. And if you are, you should be ascribing some value to it and then figuring out the best way for you to market it. But it often starts right in your mind to understand this is the value that I'm bringing to the world. And uh, failure to recognize that really makes it a worthless endeavor. Mm, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. Mm, but when I look at, you know, the people I talk to and the clients um, I'm coaching, their natural gift comes so this ease that they have a difficult time to put a value on it. So how can you see your own value if you love what you do and you would do it all day long and even for free? Well, you can ask anybody in any field that's at the top of their field. Ask somebody who's amazing at, it's at any sport, right? And you will find that they may be getting unbelievably you know, millions of dollars, millions of euros for, for what they're doing, and yet uh, they would probably do it for almost nothing because they love it and they're so passionate about it. Uh, great singers, performers, etc. I uh, lived and, and still have a home in Nashville, Tennessee as well. And I know many very famous uh, musicians and some of them will play at our house and, and it's, it's free. They just enjoy it so much. Um, and yet then they're making millions selling out concerts uh, throughout the world. Um, it, it, it's important for you to understand your inherent value. Um, and to define your own value. In fact, in, in my book, the second mistake that I talk about in the book of mistakes, it, the big mistake that people make who are not successful is allowing someone else to define your value. Mm. You have to define your value. In the book, I say that uh, in the U.S., a nickel is worth five cents, and yet it costs the government 10 to 12 cents to make a nickel. You say, well, why is it worth a nickel? Why is it worth only five cents? Because that's the label we stamp on it. We cannot allow someone else to stamp five cents on our value if we're worth 10 cents. We have to make sure that we are defining our value. And the most successful people, the most successful entrepreneurs, the most successful businesses, the most successful leaders are always making sure that they define their own value. So, if you don't believe in that value, you need to go to work on yourself. Go to work on you. Go to work on uh, understanding your, your inherent abilities, skills, and uh, natural proclivities. But just because it's a natural gift does not mean that it's valueless. Uh, it, 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 may be, uh, it, it may just be your, your unique uh, perspective, your unique skill, but uh, it's a gift to the world and you'll see it in people's response. Yeah. Love it. So people can find more information on skippritchett.com and also get um, guidance on your book if they want to dive in deeper. Um, so you seem very, very confident. And obviously with all you've done, you also need that confidence. 
Is that something that comes natural to you? Were you always confident or was it something you had to learn? I think it's a little bit of both in my case. Um, I, I, I do think that some mix of genetics and uh, learning is key for all of us. But the key for me is it doesn't matter where you start. It matters where you're going. Mm -hmm. And so even though I may have been confident, you know, we're all confident in different areas, right? So I may be extraordinarily confident in one area because of my experiences, because I'm, I, I know that I can do something. And then it, it, later on in the day, I might be in an area where I am completely out of my comfort zone. I have absolutely no idea what I am doing. And uh, the mixture of those things is good. So I'm always trying to be in an area where I'm learning, where I'm not as conf confident, where I'm not as comfortable, because that's what stretches us. That's what pushes the edge of our comfort zone. That's what makes us grow. All growth happens at the edge of that comfort zone. And so, um, yeah, I'm always working on confidence and working on skills. Uh, Jim Rohn once said long ago, he said, uh, and I would attend a seminar and he would say this over and over and it just really struck me early in my career. He said, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Mm. If you work hard on your job, you'll make some money. If you work hard on yourself, you'll make a fortune. And he really wasn't talking about money. What he was talking about was this magic of personal development. And so I'm constantly looking at how do I work on me? skills, uh, the way I'm coming across, communications, right? How can I be a better listener? How can I be more empathetic? How can I understand you better? Because each one of us has a very unique perspective on the world. And yet often what we do is we think my way of looking at the world is the way everyone looks at the world. Well, that's not the case. So how can I understand different ways of looking at the world? How can I have this experience that gives me this diversity of opinion. And the more I open myself up to that, the more I will develop myself and my own skills. So I, I think it's a mixture of all of those things and to recognize we're on a journey, but we're on a journey, which means don't stay still. Don't, don't stay right where you are, right? So, and, and how many ways are there for you to be on a journey, right? You can listen to this podcast. You can read some great books. You can watch some videos. For most of us in the world, that opportunity is unprecedented today than it ever was before because it's within reach. It's right in our phone. It's right there. It's right at the computer. It's not far. It's right at the local library. You can get where you need to go. You can start that journey today. Yeah, I so agree. If you want it, you could you know, go to Amazon and download your book, The Book of Mistakes, in a minute. Not even. In a minute. That's right. Yeah, and right? you can be on a journey. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you also say is that you have always invested in yourself to grow your skills, to, to grow who you are as a person. And um, I don't know who, who to give credit to, but there's a saying that goes, if you go through hell, keep moving. <laughs> That's right. So, um, and, f you know, for me, the comfort zone is a little bit like a death zone because if you don't grow, you die um, because, I mean, there's, there's really no point. 
and not growing. That's all what life is about for me. And, you know, that might be just my personal opinion, but I hear so many other people who stretch themselves, who do something. When did your personal development um, start? When were you really conscious about investing in yourself and taking courses um, with Jim Rohn and probably other amazing coaches? Well, it started out early in my life. My mom obviously had a lot of girls in the house. I had four sisters and we were taking in people that um, all had all different types of needs. And she signed up for uh, Mary Kay Cosmetics, which years and years ago, and I guess it's still around, but it, it, she didn't really do it to sell and grow a business, though she did a little bit of a business, but she really did it because she figured if I was a distributor, I would be able to buy at a discount, a lot of uh, makeup and skincare and all that kind of thing. And anyway, she went to this conference and she came back with a cassette tape. Remember what cassette tapes are? People don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) And cassette tapes um, of Zig Ziglar. And she said, we heard this amazing speaker that I think you're going to love. And I started to listen to him over and over. I wore those tapes out. I still have them. And in fact, I I had the privilege of of being interviewed on uh, the Zig Zig Ziglar podcast for my book recently. It, it, It really was a fundamental point for me that changed my idea of both sales and a personal development. It's what started me on this path with Earl Nightingale and Jim Rohn and all these people. And I, I went to the library to look and I said, I need more like this. I didn't even know what I was looking for, right? Yeah. And, um, and it just began this, this fascination with study of uh, sales, of personal development, of psychology and understanding people. And I'm endlessly fascinated by people and personality and how they tick and why. And sales to me uh, was this extraordinary way of persuasion, which was all about influence. And as a leader now of uh, large global companies, uh, I would say it was the most valuable training that I ever had. Now, I'm a lawyer, and I would definitely say that those cassette tapes were far more valuable than my entire legal education because that's what it's about. Influence. Even in front of a jury, it's really about persuasion and sales and influence. Even in front of leading a company, it's about presentation and influence. And understanding the difference between presentation and persuasion. What are those differences? And how do I make sure that I'm about persuasion and not just presentation? Because you can give a great presentation. Oh, you're so entertaining. It's amazing. But if I didn't persuade you at the end, it's useless. Somebody else could be very boring, maybe dull, but everybody's persuaded. Which would you rather be? Yeah. I'd rather be a persuader than a presenter. Definitely. It, it will definitely make a bigger impact on your bank account and on the lifestyle. And I believe that happy people make happy pe- happy people make people happy and hurt people hurt people. So what what do you want to go for in life? Right? So it, I think it's a decision and having that personal growth, trying to learn each day about ourselves, how we respond, how we, if we react or if we act. Um, It's just, I I believe it's a fascinating journey. 
So do you remember the very first thing you ever sold? The very first thing I ever sold, I, I do actually. <laughs> my, <laughs> my mom reminds me of this story. I was in uh, kindergarten actually uh, before going to first grade and I, I would write little stories and I set up a table in the back of the room with these stories. I then persuaded other kids in the class to sell things in the back of the room. And I'll never forget it because I was called to the principal's office uh, and my parents were called in uh, because there were complaints that other students in the class were spending their lunch money on the store. And so I was called to the principal's office and he asked me to explain this and I explained everything. And um, oddly, I'll never forget the principal's name was Adam Baum. Isn't that funny? It's not funny, but Adam Baum is his name. And he, he opened up this bank that I had that, that I was stuffing all the money and there was over a hundred dollars that I had made um, in this little store in the back of the kindergarten. So I do remember that was the very first thing I sold, but he shut my store down. Uh, a few years later, I moved to a different private school and I was actually making jewelry at the time. Now I was in second, uh, third grade time frame, and I was called back to the principal's office again, a uh, different principal. I don't remember his name. Cruz, I think it, his name was. Anyway, he, he had me put everything out on the table that I was selling. And then he did something very different. He said, uh, we have a store here where we sell gifts uh, and you're competing with our store. And so from now on, everything you sell, you're going to sell to me and I'm going to sell it in the store. So I became a wholesaler wow. uh, at that time. And so I started making everything and selling it to them and then they would sell it in the store. So uh, yeah, I had early kind of sales and entrepreneurial blood, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and it was a fun experience. I believe so. This, this really sounds amazing. I'm really looking forward to continue the interview with you because time just flies. Um, let people know again where they can find you um, and have a look into all of your work. Skippritchard.com. There's no T in Pritchard. So it's S-K-I-P-P-R-I-C-H-A-R-D.com. And look forward to people connecting with me on all of the social media that's all off of that site. Wonderful. Well, thank you so, so much. And I'm looking forward to our next interview. Thank you. Looking forward to it as well. Well, I loved every second of this amazing interview. I loved how Skip shared his experience of talking to thousands of people, of learning from success, but more from struggle and failure. And I love how openly he shared his personal path of how he got to personal development, how he started out in sales, what he had to overcome to be the amazing CEO he is today. So I'm very grateful and I'm looking forward to the next interview with him. So you want to make sure you tune in for the next episode. You find all the show notes, this, um, the transcript, the key points, and obviously all the links to um, Skip as well as the resources to his amazing book called The Book of Mistakes, Nine Secrets to Creating a Successful Future on christineschlonsky.com slash 
podcast. So hop on over there. And while you're over there, in case you have not yet joined the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass, my free online event where I have gathered 20 amazing, outstanding authorities, experts, best-selling authors, Emmy Award winners that share their knowledge in regards to sales, mindset, money, and wealth creation. You still have some more days to go for that free online event. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the tab Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass number three, and sign in today so you get all this amazing information. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait for you to tune into the next episode where I have the immense pleasure to have Skip Pritchard back on the show. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And bye for now. Bye for now.